1: Hello
2: and welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast, David Evans here and on the podcast this week we've got Stu Hall yay, and we've got Alex Moore.
1: Afternoon, or hello. (laughs) How are we all doing? Evening. Evening, evening. Good, good, good. good.
2: Uh, So on the podcast this week we're going to talk about the uh, games against Rotherham, Crawley, we're going to preview the game at the weekend but firstly let's talk about TV games gentlemen. TV games for October, we have them and there's four of them. It's glorious. Yes. What do we think, firstly? Who's got the... Oh, so I get the list up firstly. That would help, wouldn't it? The best part about it, they're still Saturdays, and they do not messed about completely with it all. They're not put on Sunday morning or anything like that nonsense, or Friday night. Well, Friday night home games, I don't mind too much. Yeah. But the um, Villa moving to half five is going to be interesting. I'm amazed the police have even allowed that to happen, considering what's happened before with blues and stuff. But n- not yet. Mm. But it dep- you think it's, it's still... We're still a month away. Is it a month or just over two months away? October, so... All it it takes is for us to be round about the same kind of place in the table and they've got no their little faux rivalry with Albion that they've built up over the last few years. Uh, Well, the games in question, uh, Norwich has gone to half-five kick-off, Villa away is a half-five kick-off, Blackburn away is a half-five kick-off and Derby at home um, is a half-twelve kick-off. Again? Yes. When was the last time we played Derby at home that wasn't half twelve? Uh, an evening, be... a couple of years ago. Oh, you know what I mean. It's got it's got to be a few years. Because... Oh, you mean in general? We yeah, haven't... we ain't played them at three o'clock for ages. <laughs> I don't know these things anymore. I really don't. I really don't. So, any other thoughts on those games? I'm padding time here. Not really. <laughs> no? no, okay. Uh, let's talk about the the other talking point then, uh, Jess Moxley of course. Officially right. he's left his role now at Wolves. He's now joined Nottingham, Nottingham Forest. Norwich City officially is their new chief exec. Um, we haven't really talked about it the last few weeks because he's still been part of the club, but what do we think in general of Moxie's departure? Happy, sad? What do we all think? I think it, for the good of everyone, it probably had to happen, really. Um, considering he was the pantomime villain, and the, there's a lot of people who, down the Poulets and the Collier and different pubs that are drinking, all said the same that they're not gonna get a season ticket, they're not gonna spend any more spend any more money until Moxie and Morgan have gone. And Morgan went and they were still adamantly sitting there on the on their stools with Big Jenk saying, Nope, not going, not going anywhere. Moxie's left. Three of them bought season tickets, they're there sat <laughs> Okay. F- I mean it's one of them yeah, fair play for sticking to their guns, but I mean personally I ain't I got nothing against him. He yeah. was a Glorified financial advisor. Yeah. Um, he was a businessman, wasn't he? Yeah, At the end he, of the day. he did what he was told. His PR was absolutely shocking. I think that's that's by the by the... Some of the things that he said, some of the things that... Like giving the South Bank away. He could have tried harder with the police with that one. But For me, I, it's just a sweep of the broom. The whole yeah. whole new regime change everything. I can see why, when they said it, given the three-month transition phase... Would have been a good idea, yeah. but with the the new, did you talk about the restructure and everything last week? No, because I think it all happens in between. We can talk about that in a sec. But Alex, your thoughts on your favourite man, Jess Moxley? Uh, I don't I, know whether I don't know whether we even said he was your favourite man before.
1: I, I don't really mind him, to be honest. I, th- I know a lot of people do sort of hate him, but I think you've got to thank him that we're not in the position of some teams like, for instance, Portsmouth, maybe. Bolton there mm. in like was it, 182 millions worth of debt and so on and so on, but um, and that, that was one of the reasons that Fauston said that they yeah. took
2: over because we were on a steady footing and it yeah. was were
1: to be, I think we have got to thank him in some aspects. I mean, we probably wouldn't be in this financial glorious financial situation <laughs> now if it wasn't for him and he hadn't steadied the ship for that, a number it, of years. He's
2: put the club in a, he put the club in a very attractive position to be bought. And that's all, yeah. we, all he was asked to do, and he did his job in that regard. But it was from from a business point of view, he was absolutely superb. But from the football inside of things and his relationship with the fans, well, a lot of fans, not el- mm. not all, yeah, but a lot of fans, it was best all round for him to leave. After, I mean, there ain't many CEOs of any big company that lasts for sixteen years in, in that role. Well, Jeff, Jeff, good old Jeff, he wanted him to stay. He wanted him to still be chief exec. So. They must have seen something in well, him to stay. He wouldn't be appointed on the FA board, would he? If he was a yeah. if he was a Schuster or anything like that. So his reputation in the game I mean he won't Did he win CEO of the year? Was that last year? I think so. Yeah, he did. Wasn't too he, long ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, from everyone else's point of view, you think well, he's the best CEO in the game. Then fine. But I think he, his bridges have been burnt with so many people here and so many fans. Of, he was the scapegoat. He was the villain. Yeah, he had to go really in the end, and but fair play, he did his job, and we are where we are now, because, kind of because of him as well. Sorry. So we're we're in a studio this week. It might actually sound quite audible to podcast this week, <laughs> but it means we've got access to a computer, so I can find things out. So I'm trying to get this, the structure chart up. Um, Alex, how do you think he'll be remembered? Gizmoxen.
1: Um I think he'll be pretty much hated by the, <laughs> by by the fans who didn't really realise what he'd done. I think a lot of fans were kind of angry about him not being so ambitious so to speak and when you look at the likes of Derby who've spent was it like 25 million last year, 20 million the season before and look at the situation they're in, they're nowhere near as better off as us now they're just spending a lot more money on bang average championship players
2: doing the Wolves of the 90s
1: yeah pretty much so in that aspect you've got to respect him for what he has done and like I just said we won't be in this financial situation now but I think a lot of people will Dislike him. A lot of people do hate him already, for not being so ambitious, if you want to put it that way. I but think. Do you think people
2: are appreciating more in the years to come? It's going to, like I said on the, um, or perhaps look at him differently in years. Yeah, to come. I think where I said a couple of weeks ago on the um, on the the interim <laughs> pre-season fancast yeah. about the um, what how Steve Morgan's going to be looked back on in the future. It's going to depend on how well Fausan have done with us. And if if everything's gone well, and we don't get in any any peril or anything like that, then I don't think Moxie's, the opinion of Moxie's going to change. I think it's mm. only going to change with people if this August hits up, mm. and bad things happen like with the Venkies and all that kind of thing. That's when people think, well, Moxie wasn't that bad after all. But I think if everything goes swimmingly well, he'll just continue to be hated yeah. forever. <laughs> and and see what happens at Norwich. I can't. I'm trying to find the exact quote. Online, but he had his first press conference as Norwich uh, chairman and the press made it out as if he says, has said we need to sell players he didn't actually kind of say that he almost said we need to strengthen the squad we might need to get rid of people as well but the press jumped on it straight away as Moxie says we need to sell players and I think apparently a lot of Norwich fans were quite unhappy
1: I think when, um, when he got announced a lot of Norwich fans were sort of if you read, read their Twitter feed and so on you read the comments a lot of people were asking, well, who's he? Who's he? And a lot, some of them were like somebody who's held Wolves back for 10, 15 years. And like a lot of Wolves fans were jumping really on. selling it. Yeah, really much selling saying, it. Yeah. Like, some, someone who's destroyed our club and so on and so on and so on. So,
2: But at the same time, that happened when, when he came here 16 years ago. And all the, not so much on Twitter because he didn't exist, but on forums and things and the early Geo sites and stuff like that. All the Stoke fans are all slagging him off, saying about how terrible everything was, and the yeah. front of a stadium, the Meccano set on top of a hill that's windy all the time. But since he's left them, look at situation in the situation. They've window. gone on to better things. They've got sold, and look at them now. So who's to say that he's he's steadied the ship here? He's kept things tight, done as he was told. Left. Who says we can't be like Stoke? Proof's him to put Exactly. Proofs in the pudding. Right, the new uh, organisational structure, we're going very structurally here on Fancast, we're being really proper. Um, <laughs> here. Uh, uh, so since Moxie's gone, they've basically split Moxie's role into two, footballing side and kind of commercial side. So Kevin Thalwell, we'll talk about in a sec, has been uh, promoted to sporting director. Laurie, do- oh, I can't pronounce it. I do apologise. Laurie, you've been appointed, appointed <laughs> to managing director. Um and obviously we've got uh, Zenger in charge and his new assistant. Do you know his assistant? Oh, not Booty Call. Not Booty, one. no. No Booty serial. He's a head of football. He, no, he's a um, team operations um, manager, is he? Team operations manager? What is that? <sighs> uh, some kind of... Team general manager. He's team general manager, isn't he? he, used, so, to alive be, he, he used to, Yeah, <laughs> basically. He used to be the uh, assistant technical director at Monaco and the press and team manager at Inter Milan. High caliber. There, um, so yeah, so he's like a director of football, yes, basically. Yeah, pretty much. So, and I think Jeff Sheehy's a director now, and he, he's, he's a Wolves board director now. Sorry, I'm just reading this off the website. Yes. This is so uh, kind of planned in advance. Uh, but Kevin Elwell, he's staying, he's it's, got a promotion. It's unbelievable, it really you is. W- you would have thought he would have been one of the people out the door, but then if you, if you look at Wolves' recruitment record on balance. Is it all negative? Surely it's got to be half and half. Well, you got no one knows what the budget's been set mm. to, so all this nonsense of George Savile or Alex or whoever he is this week, um, bringing in players like George Savile for a million quid. You're thinking, well, if we've only got a million or one point two to spend, that then, then that's the best we can hope for. And obviously, like when you play Football Manager, you, you make your wish list. And then when you get a bit of money and the TV deal comes in at the start of the year, and you look who you can afford to buy, and you yep. approach him. who's to say that, like, Bud Varson, the new hero, who's ah, he don't he don't seem hero. like um, a Mendes kind of player. No. That's that seems like a farewell player. Yeah. And if that is the case, then bravo because that guy looks superb after mm. the first team games. I saw. So, um,
1: sorry to put it in, but I saw. How my, dare you? How dare oh. you? Because <laughs> oh, we've, it's we've got headphones ball. now. Yeah. Feel proper. You've got, your, you've
2: got your own microphone, which means <laughs> oh, Alex is just gonna just become a diva now. Eh?
1: Anyway, I saw somebody call Bodvarson a cult hero after two games. Um,
2: I would, I would agree with that.
1: Would you? Yeah.
2: Why not? The Icelandic prince is dead. Long live <laughs> the Icelandic prince. Number two. Yeah, he's our new savior.
1: <laughs> look how happy you are. Look at that smile <laughs> on your face. <laughs> look, look, that look, when he
2: look, came, look. when he came on last night. I had a massive grin on my face. Yeah. Cause he's just brilliant. Everything about him is just brilliant. We'll talk about Crawley as because well, we need to talk about the Icelandic clap as well. Uh, but yeah, so And st- the cream that goes with it. Yes. Uh, so, uh, so farewell, staying. He's, uh, so yeah, that's a directional change. Uh, we don't really talk about organisational structures. It's not our thing, is it? It's <laughs> a proper political thing. We're going to put in again. Sorry. <gasps> oh, um, but- butty in again.
1: He was um, the 2009-2010 End of Season award at the Telford International Centre. And me and my dad, we just arrived in the car park and Thelwell was walking in front of us. And obviously my dad really didn't really know who he was because he hadn't been at the club long then, had he? 2009. He was an academy director then? Yeah. And my dad asked him, oh, mate, where do I park? He asked Kevin Thelwell, oh, mate, where can I park? And Kevin Thelwell looked at my dad and he like, he just like shrugged his shoulders and walked off. <laughs> and I thought... I went, Dad, I don't think he's the parking. <laughs> I, th- I don't think he works here. Did he have five is
2: on? No. He's going on his bike. Kevin Farewell, Academy Director slash Parking <laughs> attendant. It's, it's a lovely dual role.
1: I think my dad wanted to throw his keys and send me the other valet <laughs> now. You <laughs> park my car. Uh, so that's it. Um, before we
2: get on to Rotherham properly, Taliska, Anderson Taliska, the rumour rumbles on. Um, what do you all think of this? Because I think it's baloney. Baloney.
1: Well, apparently We signing him as well.
2: <laughs> yeah, he'll sign tomorrow when this podcast goes out. But I just, I this smacks of, oh, I've signed for Liverpool. I did have an agreement with Wolves, but Liverpool came in. How last many second. times have
1: we seen that like, the last few years where he's been dead on signing for Wolves and at the last minute, like he's suddenly, oh well, I'll go somewhere else.
2: Because I know we've got all this money now, but it just, it just seems too big of a player to <laughs> come down to the championship.
1: You see a lot it... of like transfer like rumours on Twitter as well. Apparently there's like. Clauses in his contract. If we don't go up this season, he can then get sold on in his contract and things like that. So, which I can understand. If we're going to pay the money that's been rumored, then I I can understand that clause being in his contracts. But I did see a lot apparently yesterday he was out of medical, and then apparently he put a picture on Instagram of his wife giving birth in hospital. He was doing medical.
2: He was doing medical while his wife was giving birth (laughs) in New Cross (laughs) on the treadmill. (laughs) It's all right, love. It's all right, love. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Things like that. All them clauses and stuff. If he can't get a work permit to play in the Premier League, and he has to have a year here, like when Man United used to send all them players to, was it Denmark or somewhere?
1: Like Royal Antwerp. Yeah, there in yeah.
2: Belgium. If it's one of them situations and he has to play in the Championship for a year, he's, I don't think he's not going to play for Brazil, is he? So he's mm. not going to get a, a work permit that way. So from his point of view, you think, well, slum it for a year. We can say we don't make any, a loss on the on the price because if he gets sold, his price goes up. If we don't go up. We still get the same return, so it's a whatever between fifteen and twenty-one million gamble, whoever you believe. So well, we've from that, we've got the money, we can just yeah. oh fifteen
1: million—it's nothing, isn't it? From
2: that point of view, it kind of does make a bit of sense. Yeah. Did you
1: see the 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 rumor or the tweet earlier? Apparently, here we go—another rumor, Twitter rumor. Oh. You've got to believe them all. No is problem. it from Agent Dave? When to see, <laughs> is it me? Yeah, did he, he tweeted you, didn't he? And then he deleted the tweet. Did he? Yeah, you went. No, I know everything. And then he went. No, Dave, I know everything. I didn't see that. Yeah. And then about three hours later, he deleted it. Oh, what? Well,
2: maybe maybe he doesn't know everything. Maybe it is me <laughs> <laughs> talking yeah. to yourself. Maybe it's you on Wolves' food as well. Yeah.
1: Well, maybe I've been setting up Luke Thompson all this time. <laughs> um, Goncalo Lopez. He's got he's verified on Twitter. So that. Oh yeah. yeah but is. any anyone can
2: get a verified account. I'm just going to put that out there now.
1: Are you verified? No what a burn the FA have just accepted, accepted Wolves request to sign to the player is now arriving f- for the work visa he should arrive by the end of the week
2: but that is the same guy who put the um, the, the papers from have gone to the FA as well ah. so maybe ok ok we'll see well Hopefully, it doesn't happen why this podcast comes out, because this chat will be completely relevant, And I'll be right. Yes, and you and will be right. apparently,
1: the player should sign a four- to five-year contract with Wolves.
2: Ooh. a Favourite Twitter rumour so far since the takeover? Because I've got mine, but what has everyone else got? Did that one, I think. <laughs> that one. Alex, if you got a good rumour that you know it's obviously not true, but you've just laughed at it for Wolves. Wilfred Boney. Yes, yeah, that was, oh, no. That no, was, you imagine? That, that was bizarre. Now, there was another one today. Um... There was, someone, there was oh. Nugent again today, but that wouldn't—that
1: would be quite well, a good signing. I'd like that one, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah well, it, the same thing like the, the Crouch stuff. Someone like Crouch or Nugent, p- proven Championship players. Peter Crouch doing the robot at Molyneux. News—just the stuff of dreams, isn't it? Really? And I think big uh, big Zenger like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't Could know. I, th- I, think, I think I think I think he'd approve. You think of it. He, he'd
1: start body popping with him? Yeah, I think he'd run <laughs> up and just hug <laughs> and stuff. the robot together? I think he'd approve it. I saw a comment apparently um, when Crouch's... At Compton, so when he says, "Oh, we spotted a Compton, Compton today," but then he stretched and now he's in Manchester. Oh, (laughs) I thought that was quite funny.
2: Alba Femi Martins—that's who I was thinking of. That's the one I saw. Really? Someone had put, yeah, Alba Femi Martins um, from whichever club.
1: Seattle Sounders, I think. Yeah, Seattle Sounders, and
2: he left them six months ago. (laughs) Let's go straight into the weekend's games. On Saturday, it was the opening game of the season. Wolves were away to Rotherham at the New York Stadium. Although it's not the... Is it sponsored New York Stadium? I said this last year. Do you remember? No, I don't. ASEAL New York Stadium. I have learnt my lesson. The, the sponsor's ASEAL, but it's called yeah. the New York yeah, no one, Stadium. Yeah. No one ever mentions it. It's, it's, it's the fact they've put what well, I said last time when they just put the letters on the wall yeah. this time they've actually raised the letters away from the wall and it's on a little white strip on the side of the stand yeah. but no one ever calls it the A-Seal no one <laughs> not even Sky who call everything by the sponsored name customer feedback there for Rotherham let's just think that in have they got a, a fan cast I've, I've no idea Let's get them to start one, <laughs> we can have like a dual fan cast Ro- The season. Rotherham A-Seal fan yeah. cast. Um, so, um, first game of the season at Rotherham, uh, It was really a of 2 halves. Rotherham took a 2-0 lead after half an hour. You thought, wow, this is what the new year is going to be. But a second half comeback, initially from a goal from Alex's best mate, George Saville, and then a lovely goal from Bod Varson on his debut, gave Wolves a 2 all draw. Gentlemen, you were at the game for your inaugural away day uh, fixture. What did you think of the game?
1: I thought the first half was one of what, probably worse than any jacket performance. I thought it was that bad. I thought we just took so long to settle into the game and it was like watching men v boys. Like Rotherham pretty much played, played us off the park. The first 20, 30 minutes we just looked lost. They didn't know what formation they were playing. They didn't know what tactics to be playing, who was playing where, like how they should be playing. It was just totally lost. And then obviously we scored the sloppy goal and that was a bit bizarre. And then all of a sudden, Dominic Coy off. God knows why he got sent off. I think it was the referee must have thought he he's last man. And then all of a sudden we we're in the better team. So and we didn't
2: we didn't win the appeal for the red card. No, but it's odd. I thought at the time. I thought at the time, when as soon as he pulled, it, it looked from where where I was in the corner, and from where I looked, I thought, oh, he's pulled him back here, and that was my first reaction. And I was in yards. 100 yards away, or wherever where the ref was, and we were up. I was up in the corner, and I, that was my first thought. Mm. So I thought, well, if the refs thought that as well, then he's got no choice but to send him off. But yeah, that that he, you are probably right about that. That was that was on a par with Brentford away mm. that first 20 25 minutes. And you can see that
1: which Brentford because we lost four nil and f- we lost three nil, and we were both the merry berry Brentford.
2: The worst <laughs> last one. season, last season, yes, yeah. yeah. the merry berry Brentford. The um, it's in fantastic. <laughs> though, <right>? <laughs> <laughs> No, it was. You could see that Zengur. He, he thought, "Well, there you go. This is the team that you you used to. You yeah. go out there, show me what you can do." And then, yet again, they fucked it all up. And mm-hmm. they were just terrible. All of them, every single one of them. I mean, the new prince. He had no. He had no service. He was running around, but he even then, they were getting in his way. <laughs> they were he couldn't pull any defenders away because they weren't doing anything, and it was just diabolical. Mm. And. I don't know what the Rotherham defence were doing for the for Savile to run the keeper and score like that, but it was the same against Derby. It was, it was a good play though. I thought the whole build-up play for yeah. Savile's goal was fantastic, and the acute angle that he had to score at was thought, was quite good. But it, it was the same like when he scored against Derby, and I thought, oh, that's his reprieve now. Yeah, it, it was the same thing because he was he was the worst player on the pitch by an absolute mile. Yeah, and he, you know yeah. the you know the worst thing that's happening for Wolves is that George Savile scoring Alex, isn't it? No, well,
1: what was it said against Derby? The worst thing he's ever done was score two goals. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And it was. The worst thing he... a player's
2: ever done is score goals.
1: <laughs> to I win love us the it. game. But... Yeah, I agree with you. He probably was the worst player on the pitch. I mean, you could probably blame him for both of the goals, yeah. really.
2: But uh, se- second half, then. Completely different. Tick the the dreamboat of a footballer. <laughs> the dr- is that, that's his fan casting, oh, oh, we'll talk about Crawley. We'll talk about <clears> Tick and <clears> Crawley. The dreamboat. Because, Oh, can't or, shoot that, can he? or, yeah, pff, doesn't matter what a man, what a man, <laughs> what a man. What a man. <laughs> but Tixera, uh, and it was more Bob Varson, obviously, had a, 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 an okay first half, but this was the moment for Bob Varson and his Wonder Goal. But Tixera, different oh, different gravy is I what Alex called him on the Fancast DM group.
1: I think he just offered something a little bit different. I think the three player to midfield, I don't think Lee Evans offers anything, I think he's. He's he's quite ineffective, really. I think he's just he doesn't necessarily offer. Although, anything.
2: Although Lee Evans did have the best pass completion rate in the championship bet of everyone. Yes, the weekend. Eighty-five percent. Yeah. Even though, to be fair, you are right though, because every single pass was two or three yards. It was. Yeah. Do you the, remember when? It's if they all complete, that's what matters. <laughs> do you remember
1: when Joe, all- Joe Allen signed for Liverpool, and then Alan Shearer made that comment? He says. He he might have the best pass completion rate in the league, but he only passes sidewards and backwards to five yards, yeah. and that's sort of Lee Evans. He might have the best pass completion rate in England, but he can only pass to here from where that door is, which is about what five meters away. And he can't tackle either, yeah. and he can't so, tackle, and he can't really shoot either. So, but he's he's got he, nice he, hair.
2: He tried. Th- he's got great hair. He yeah. tried three of his uh, forty-yard wonder passes. Two of them went out to play <laughs> for a throwing. Yeah, but he, yeah, Teixeira was. I said at the time, he was a bit like... He reminded me of Fernando Gomez with a bit of pace. Mm. and Just his composure on the ball. But technically, I don't think we've had a place like that since Robbie Keane. He was that good. I mean That, that one point where he... Um,
1: he fell on the ball, pretty he, much. He
2: fell on the ball. There was four around him and he still just stood up and got on with it. And then the ref getter fell in their favour. Because he still had the ball. Thought, oh, well, he must have handballed it. And he hadn't. He was just brilliant. <laughs> but, but it was a lovely goal from Bodvarsson near the end. Bodvarsson on his debut great debut you would have thought
1: I think first half like you say he was pretty much like starved like he couldn't really do anything he was starved out of the game and then second half again when we went down to 10 men the, the formations changed tactics changed a little bit we sort of went to 3-4-2 so to speak
2: well yeah that was the thing because it, when we normally when teams lose a man especially a defender you think oh no they'll take, we'll take a striker off shut up shop be defensive and try and hit him on the break big zeng oh no no Let's just, no, it not matter, just attack. And you've got to applaud him for that because yeah. we haven't had that for years. Even under Aaron McCarthy, we did it a couple of times, um, and we had that bad a disciplinary record anyway over the last few mm. years. But to do that, something that bold in your first game and to bring the subs on and just say, well, we'll change it then, and what you did last night as well. And fair play to him <laughs>
1: the, the revolution has started. What I like of him so far, I know it's only two games, but he doesn't seem scared to make a change. Like, if you're not doing very well, he will take you off.
2: But early days Jacket, he did do that as well. Jacket wasn't afraid to make a change. But Then he got got to
1: the point where he sort of forgot the substitutes were there. Yeah, there was that, but
2: Jacket did that early days as well. he Uh, He didn't change tactics, though. That was the thing. Under Jacket, we never had a Pan B. It was always the same way, mm. and then the plan bit. The plan A turned shit, and then he couldn't change that. But under Zenga, it seems already that he's got a plan. Plan A, if it's not working, he'll, he'll change it, and he'll bring bring the players on to change for the formation and for the good of the team, rather than for his ego, which his ego as massive as it is. And so far, he, I love the bloke already. <laughs> I know it's summer, but was anyone else disappointed that um, Zenga went for the traditional just t shirt? Travers trainer's look. No what, kind what of What want? well, I wanted uh maybe a hipster shirt, a pocket watch, a waistcoat, you know I think that that kind of look. There's that there's that picture going around where he's wearing a baseball cap with a shirt. I am like, go for that, come on. I think it, it works with him though because I, mean, I didn't realise until last night it looks like, it looked like he had skinny jeans on. And I know they they weren't, they were just the, the tracky trackies from the the Hoverall outfit but He's quite a svelte man mm. for the size of him. <laughs> and he wears it well. If so. you
1: were a manager, what would you wear? Would you be full track suit, shorts?
2: No, I'd be like. A suit? Not the suit. You're kind of. You're hybrid between. you be smart cash. So you might wear jeans. And a jumper. And a shirt. And a jumper in the winter. Yeah. And a nice yeah. scarf around you. A mancini look. That's what i go for. A scarf? Yeah. A snood? Yeah. Not a snood. A scarf. <laughs> what happened to the snood? They got banned, didn't they? Yeah. Kept wearing them. No, I don't mean on the pitch. I mean, in general, you ain't seen a snood for years. Bring back the snoods. Let's have these. <laughs> or you? It... I'd probably be. Full tracksuit. Yeah, I mean, I don't like wearing suits anyway. The manager's uh, got to be different to the players, though. The manager can't blend in with the players by having a Yeah, track but they're suits. not wearing a tracksuit, are they? They're wearing they're shorts? On the, on the bench they are. Sure, yeah. But yeah they're, they're wearing a suit any suit. luminous bibs as well, looking like morons. <laughs> but we need to see where the subs are.
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> why they've, they've got their own little what area. Would you, what would you have, Alex, then? I'd probably be shorts and. Shorts, oh, shirt, yeah, shorts. <laughs> shorts and a shirt. All, all year round, no Whatever matter the whether. Yeah. Um, So
2: two all then against Rotherham. What were your overall thoughts of the game? I mean, it's a two-two draw at Rotherham under normal circumstances. You'd be pretty mad, and you think, well, they're one of the favourites to go down because they had no answer to us when we had ten men. They had nothing at all. Should we have won the game actually? Probably. I mean, yeah. if if Mason had his shooting boots on at the end rather than kind of pass, passing it back to the keeper. We should have won that
1: game. I think and Mason, like, he just didn't look like he was bothered. Like, his body language was terrible on Saturday. Like, he looked really uninterested. He just, yeah, like he didn't want to be there. I don't know if anything's gone on, but...
2: I think he might be lost. I mean, it, it, what's he What he, he came as a number 10. Jackie played him up, up, up top on his own as a 90, which he can't play. Then he tried to put him on the wing, which he can't play. And he's played it out of position for six months. And you think, well, are you going to get yourself back to that? Like, what happened to Doyle? Doyle was running to the ground under McCarthy in the end and he was just wasted. Early Kevin Doyle was superb. So it, it might just be something like that. He, he needs his confidence back up to play as a, in his actual position rather than being fucked around all over the place. Ah, uh, Kevin Doyle. What a Deera. man. What a Deera. man. There you go. Yeah.
1: I do it, love Kevin Doyle, to be fair. He's
2: <laughs> great. Someone loves <laughs> Kevin Doyle even more than you, don't they?
1: Who? Who? What? I, the guy who was... <laughs> oh, yeah, apparently. Well, apparently. I did. We did see him. Uh, at, in the crowd at the Wolves, well, at Rotherham, in the Wolves End, somebody had a Colorado Rapids shirt with Doyle on the back. Magic. <gasps> Continental do fan. It, do you reckon he was from Colorado, or he's a Wolves fan and he's gone to Colorado? I'd like to
2: believe that he was from Colorado.
1: Or if he's just from Wolverhampton and he's bought a shirt from Colorado. Probably.
2: Probably. Uh, oh, the other thing we need to mention about Rotherham is that the uh, the Grandmaster himself, Jack Gao Guangchang, hopefully I've said that right. Guo. Guo, 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 Guo Guangchang. Style, <laughs> style, yeah uh, was in attendance and george mendes and george mendes and, and ronaldo, ronaldo it's just it's still weird for me to say that the most powerful football agent in the world was that rather rather in in a wolf in a wolf's capacity but yeah the uh, the, the you but know the honcho, that the, the big man was there and uh, the benfica
1: chamber yeah, as well yeah that. the benfica chamber as well so hopefully we best play benfica in pre-season in in lisbon
2: yeah <laughs> chinese pre-season
1: tour as well Ooh.
2: What, with Albion
1: and Villa? Yeah. Yeah. Just like a mini tournament. Are we going to be in the International Champions Cup next year? International Midlands Cup. International
2: Fancast. Do mini-podcasts around China. I like the sound of that.
1: (laughs) What what are you looking at me for? (laughs) Because you're the experience of what hardcore (laughs) are there. You you
2: will organise it. You will book all the flights, find all the accommodation, (laughs) the food... We, do we, get,
1: we need to get a sponsorship for this. Yeah,
2: so if you're listening and you like what we do, please give us some money. <laughs> that's what we're trying to ask for. OK, let's move on to uh, Tuesday night then. Wolves actually made it past the first round of a good competition. Uh, 2-1 win against League 2's Crawley Town at Molyneux. Uh, goals from Mason and Connor Cody gave Wolves a win. Uh, initial good start uh, with Mason's lucky goal. Crawley came back with a, a very nice header from a corner. And then in the second half, Wolves actually scored from a well worked set piece with Connor Cody heading near post and Wolves kind of ran the game out and won. What do we think of the game on Tuesday night, gentlemen? It was an entertaining EFL Cup game at Molyneux. And I, I, was I, don't, say, I don't like the that it's called the E F L Cup. Just bring back the sponsor cups already. Well I don't know. let's
1: call it the League Cup. Oh the League Cup, the yeah. League Cup. Yeah, but
2: that is the league now, it's E F L. Yeah, but I know, but I don't know, I, I, I kind of like it because it's like the, when the Premier League have said, we don't need sponsors anymore, even though you've got companies saying, oh, we'll give you billions and billions. Said, it's no, still it, the
1: Barclays Premier League, isn't it? No, no, it's no. officially just the Premier it's League. Just pre- now.
2: It's not even there, it's just Premier League. The Premier, they want to brand themselves like, like the NFL is just the NFL. to be so Yeah, so yeah they, they want to be seen as a clean brand, I yeah. believe the term Although is. The, the pa- patches on the sleeves are terrible. They're like circles. Well, they are. They're, yeah, c- they're yeah. circles with just the lion head. But they ain't changed the font on the num- on the numbers. Yeah. So last year's last year's lion on the bottom of the number, and the new line on the, on the sleeve. It's all a bit of a mess. Mm. Anyway, but back to the game. BFL Cup. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, It was it was all. I mean, fair play to Crawley. Crawley played really well. Yeah, they were. Uh, I, thought, I was really impressed with Crawley, especially their wingers. Um, I forget the numbers on the back of the shirts, but the wingers were fantastic. I don't, black numbers on a, on a dark red shirt with little white dots mm. in the middle. I've no idea who I couldn't read it. I, I know I had a few points, and my always say the best. But why not have white numbers on a white mm. on a red shirt like everyone else does? It's I, I we...
1: think the new the new numbers shirts are really really bad. I could barely read the Wolf numbers on Saturday at Rotherham. like I could. You can see the numbers fine, but the names you can't see at no, all. No, you
2: can't. It's like re- reflective plastic, ain't rather than like felt like it has been. Um,
1: but yeah, Like
2: it's, I remember in the in. The, the first time we had the wolf head shirt in ninety yeah. seven and for the first four months of the season, we had white numbers on the back and then they the mm. changed it because no one could see it. it was like that it was a waste of time All right. nonsense but yeah Crawley played really well i mean were, I don't think they're going to be we're going to face anyone as physical as them or as physical as they were to get away with that kind of thing in the yeah. championship because when when Costa came on in the second half, and he how he still got a face left. <laughs> I mean, he, he was brutally abused yeah. And the ref just Play on yeah. You can play on For things like that Welcome to England Costa yeah. <laughs> Welcome but to England To be fair I mean He didn't take it though Did he He just mm. got got back up He didn't roll around On the floor And moan and Like Certain other people But we, we, we started off well um, Mason obviously got the goal Which It was lucky Because I think Was it was it Henry Wallace. Or Wallace, saw Wallace On the wing Who he, he perhaps Should sort have of scored Crawley came back into it But then second half It was like kind On of a Rotherham From the start Bod Vars came on. Yeah, yeah, basically the, the daddy made the difference. Yeah. <laughs> daddy daycare. Yeah. But it was good. Yeah, Alex- it was I think the difference was then because he was he's big and physical. Mm. They couldn't do what they were doing in the first half, and he was stretching them on his own, and so we had a bit more space. I mean against Crawley, call I mean it's a bit ridiculous talking about space, but in the first half. I mean Connor Cody's not a right back. Mm. I don't know why he's playing there. It doesn't make any sense to me. Why was Deslanders in, slightly injured or not? Why? I
1: don't get that because Deslanders was on the bench on Saturday. Hey, you might as well play Deslanders exactly, and then put Doherty a right back at right back instead of sort of like improvising. Yeah, I know yeah, he's I don't really get it to be honest. He's still
2: testing people out. I mean, I t- like testing out people to take free kicks as well. And yeah, Courtney, Courtney Hawes it. taking a free kick is. It would have been a magical moment if he went in, though. <laughs> but it was—I know he didn't go in. Well, has probably
1: happened you know, at the end of training. He probably scored a free kick. not right. Yeah, loving <laughs> this. Well, you
2: can see because it—it—it it, it didn't seem like a joke, did it?
1: No, he, he actually he had, like a little run up as well. Like it was
2: like it, the yeah. uh, Italian player with the penalty. Sarsa. Yeah. yeah, that's, oh, little, that's oh. brilliant. That is. Could, what a cult hero that Halls would have become if he had scored <laughs> that free kick.
1: What if it was like a bullet, like rocketed into the top corner, yeah. like.
2: Oh, just, just walks off the pitch, right? I'm a yeah. for football. That right? sure off, like, yeah. Yeah, there aren't <laughs> many defenders who take free kicks, is there? Yeah. You think of one of them, I mean, you can think of keepers taking free kicks. Yeah. As in...
1: Roberto Carlos.
2: He's not a keeper, yeah, is he? Yeah, well, but I'm just saying defender. <laughs> no, but I mean
1: central defender. <laughs> oh, the, the uncultured. did an Albion... I know he's gone off, but did an Albion? Was it Paul Clemens who played for the Albion for years? Left back.
2: <laughs> that was a shrug. A little yeah. shrug there for visual Sh- format. Is for Paraguay? The keeper, oh right, okay. He's got. I think I'm, he's. Th- I'm not as cultured as you, to No, I he was like, his names. No, he was Jose Luis Chilavert. Oh, he um, he's. I think he's the third record goal scorer for Paraguay, ever. all oh, right okay. He, he used to take all the free kicks and score them. Brilliant. Good. Look, look, he was on actual soccer too. Someone tweet us though, those facts. Yeah, he's probably to completely verify. right. Someone tweet us those facts to verify. Um, let's talk about my new favorite man, Teixeira. What a man. <sighs>
1: I thought the first thirty minutes was great, yeah, and then he started shooting. But some of the play—it was just oh. the play. I mean, I mean, baller isn't a word that you can even <laughs> It is an understatement. So, to.
2: What, what, I, I think the problem is, is because I think we w- may summarize the end, is that it was Crawley Town. With all the respect to Crawley, it was Crawley Town, and we just had a, got about just about beat a Crawley Town in the cup. And Teixeira, when he's up against top quality championship sides, that's when we'll know whether he's a proper baller or not. I, I think,
1: think what I liked was, well, for the first goal, he sort of played the through ball out to Wallace mm. on the right wing. And you know for a fact if that was the likes of Lee Evans, mm. he'd have probably controlled the ball and then stopped the run of play. But he just literally just poked his toe on but, it. Yeah,
2: but Teixeira started that yeah. whole thing. I think he back heeled it to Price. Yeah. Price and played it back to him. Then he had the dive to... To push on to Wallis. Pu- yeah. pu- I thought Price and Teixeira played quite well. I together think the different. <laughs> he can never be dropped. I mean, he should never be dropped anyway. At, at any point <laughs> in <laughs> Wolves' history, even <laughs> even when he's seventy, even when it's, he's bad, yeah. do never drop this player. I mean he's just, he's. It doesn't make any sense I mean, about I, Price or uh, Well, both of them now, but now Price. I mean, he's obviously Zenger's figuring things yeah. out, and he's giving them a chance. And I think that's probably why he played Cody at right back as well, because he's played there in pre-season, thinking, well, maybe maybe it's going to work as a as a. Last resort, but and it didn't work, so it probably will never happen again. But now, Price, I thought last night was absolutely superb. Uh, he, he he lost the ball um, once, then when they they ran through and should have probably scored, but apart from that, he was absolutely brilliant. Mm. Not as good as Teshira though. Who, but uh, there was a touch of the early Ronaldo's about him at times, though. He was just what a man, I just think. what a man. But shooting though, in shooting both in both oh, yeah. ways. Where wait, he, wait, when he when he came for the free kick. I thought, this is the moment. A legend would be born. You know what's born.
1: happened in training? He's, scored. he's shot. <laughs> he's shot. He's shot from about 40 yards. He's gone in. And he's thought, right, these are not very good. I'm going to have loads of Do you shots. think he's
2: like done a, a back-hill free kick where he's put it up in the air, done it with his back-hill from 40 yards and gone, right, I'm on these lads?
1: Like Dave Jones did against Stoke for a few years. just picked it up and bang.
2: What a goal that was.
0: Opening day. day. Yeah, what?
2: Um, I think we should now be calling Tick Shearer Takshira, Takshira. What? Teixeira, like Shakira, but oh, Takshira. No, that does no, work. No, 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 I'm never no. singing again. That's what we learnt from that little two-minute, two-second episode.
1: i want to save that little clip. Don't, don't, <laughs> that's, don't, that's a ringtone. Dave, that out. Dave, <laughs> do you remember this?
2: You put it as a Twitter alert on the fancast yeah. group. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we we won for a change. Zenga's undefeated <laughs> as Wolves manager. It's great. It's, but we're through to the uh, next round. I think by the time you <clears> hear this, you will know who our next opponent will be. And I believe Premier League club's now coming to the, the, the second half, round. Yeah. Yes. One's, One's not, not, not you. A... Uh, right, okay. So with the teams that are perhaps available to play now, I think we're probably thinking of Premier League teams, uh, who would you like to play in the second round? And hopefully one of us gets it right when you hear this podcast. So it sounds like we knew all along. Someone, uh, As I always say, <laughs> somewhere terrible... <laughs> do start it, not again. <laughs> again, uh, somewhere terrible that we've never been before. Yeah, just tick it off the list. So That's who, who is say. who is that? Who who is that to tick off the list? Oxford, Oxford. Oh, I've, oh, I've been to Oxford. Oh, yeah. But a where, a friendly, friendly. No, doesn't count. It it is does. there any way you've no. not been, Alex? I'm going it up on my list. Now. Oh, Strike he's got his out. little list. He's his little list. Um, who's in the Premier League? The, who's in the low? not in Europe? The likes of maybe Albion,
1: Burnley, Albion, Middlesbrough.
2: Um, <laughs> it's going to be somewhere... Uh, are Everton not in the prim- in Europe? No. Everton.
1: Chelsea. Everton away. Chelsea! Chelsea, Chelsea yes. not in Europe. Classic, yeah, but then... Clash of the financial heavyweights. Would, would
2: it be like Solbachham when we played them away in, in the second yeah. round, yeah? Um, Everton away. I'll take Everton away. Ac-
1: I've not been to Accrington Stanley. Who are they? I mean? they? Exactly. Yay!
2: <laughs> we know things.
1: <laughs> I've not been there, so I'm going there. No, I no. um, Cambridge United, I've not been there. There through. Oh, scintillating. Grims- Grimsby. Right? Oh, fucking hell. Oh, bloody hell. Grimsby. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Ex- Ex- don't, don't give me more
1: work to edit out. <laughs> we haven't. Come on. Exeter, I've not been there. Oh, dear. There. Grimsby. <laughs> Put it back in. Um, Scunthorpe, I will not mind going there.
2: On a Tuesday, though.
1: Mm. Yeah.
2: Okay, we've decided Everton. Let's just decide that yeah. anyway. Let's get let's get back to Crawley. Was there anybody else in particular that people thought played well? Didn't play well on Tuesday night? Costa, Costa. Yeah, we. I think Costa is the fact that he eat wasn't scared to run at people after being completely flattened three times in the space of five minutes. I think it speaks volumes of him. Especially, I think a lot of them. You look at him; he's quite slight, mm. and you think, well, they'll give him one knock. Yeah. Is our league, don't mess with us, kind of thing. And I thought, oh, is it compared to how I thought one thing I will say about James Henry though, it was unfortunate for him to come off since he was playing out of position, he was on the left, and he's not, he's never really played well there anyway. He's a right winger, and that's all he is. He's not number 10, and Jackie tried to force him into. Although it was a bit unfortunate since Wallace didn't really do that much more than him in in the first place anyway, but I thought. Costa was just a class above mm. both of them.
1: Alex, anyone else? Particularly I think you Lee got? Evans didn't really play that well no. again. I, I don't see what he offers to the team, apart from nice hair. I mean,
2: we—that's all, that's all you yeah, need.
1: It's nice hair. I
2: even—I said it. I thought, on oh, the return of Lee Evans things are going to be different when he was one of yeah. Bradford's player of the year I while? Well, clean slate, and it's exactly the same. Nothing's changed at all. He's still naive, and he still gives away the ball when he tries to do something mm. ambitious. It's all right passing to each other like that, but when he tries something... That, I mean, Price actually going forward last night mm. impressed me as well.
1: I think if you look, a lot of Bradford fans were saying about Levens, there were sort of mixed reviews. Some were saying, again, like you said, he's a bit big, big-headed, big comes into the team, tries the 40-yard-esque balls, and they don't really work. He's got that arrogance about him. Mm. And then some were quite pleased about him. And some have even said like, they'd like him to come back. So
2: One player who I thought played well last night... And was very unlucky not to score. Another one of Alex's favourites, but I thought he did all right last night. Last night, yeah, I thought he was very unlucky to score, not to score. Thought, last night, I thought he was atrocious. Really? I thought him. I thought he did all right. I thought Courtney Horse played. No, there was one bit in the first half where he, yeah, blatantly gave away nearly a one-on-one one goal for Crawley, but I thought he did but all right. Last I night. thought last night if we were playing some... in the Champions League in two years' time. <laughs> yeah. 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 I thought, Thanks, Luke Thompson, for that. We'd be if we'd been playing somewhere someone decent last night. I mean, his his Achilles heel yet again—a big ball over the top. Mm. He struggled at least on four occasions again from just balls over the top, and you thought you start shifting around and you see things. Oh, here we go. There's a goal. I mean, Mm. Lonergan didn't cover himself in glory anyway with his kicking last night. I thought that was pretty Mm. pathetic, Um, considering the the keeper we had last year. Oh, Emmy, (laughs) miss him so. And. I don't think he played well at all. Do you not think he was unlucky not to score at least one of those two? One of them saved off the line, I think one. Oh, that, that, that save on the line was... Yeah. You know, it's fine if he... he's always does well at that, but his actual job of defending... He's not very good I thought him. he was dodgy as hell last night. and He hmm. wasn't
1: fantastic against Rotherham either, so... Look, Courtney,
2: no. Courtney was, though, I've against been... Rotherham. I thought yeah, Courtney yeah, was, thought, I had a really good perceived. game. Well, but, I've been proven wrong. But there but on go. the uh, case of Jose luis Felix Chilover-Gonzalez, yes, he scored... In his career, 46 goals from 622 appearances, club level.
1: There is a goalkeeper who scored more than that.
2: Eight in 74 for Paraguay. And tell us who that is, if you know Alex's riddle. Who is that goalkeeper that scored more than that particular player that I you was talking when, about? Um,
1: there was a, a comparison with this goalkeeper of the South American team. I don't know if it was him and Emilewski. He'd scored more goals than Emilewski.
2: <laughs> uh, before we finish on Crawley, the Icelandic clap... What's your opinions? No, I loved it. Yeah, see, I, <laughs> I I think if we win a game or we score a late equaliser, and the whole South Bank are doing it, it looks fantastic. I don't Otherwise, mind. don't do it in the middle of a game.
1: Think do it, but do it properly.
2: But that's <laughs> that's what I liked about it though, because they were they when people were trying it kind of like a in a walls way of not doing it properly and just doing <laughs> really fast and not letting it build up. Yeah. In a way, it was kind of modified and it was like our own little thing towards him. It won't. The exact thing that he did at the end on Saturday and at the end on Tuesday night, and from that point of view, I thought, well, actually, I ain't seen anyone else do that kind of thing. Mm. Like, there's some people like that, that, that thing with yeah. the corners, which is ridiculous, but that I kind of liked it. I don't know why because normally I hate these kind of things. I just think, right at the end of a game, if we've won and Bodvarslan leads at uh, the whole South Bank. it will look, it will yeah. look good. It'll look good. And, and if, if we've won, people will be more into it rather than, oh, no, don't do it. It's, don't I think the the problem's going to be when we do it, and it's been, if we've done it on Sky, and when we've won, and then someone plays us, and we've lost, and they're going to do it as a piss take. Yeah, that's yeah, when yeah. it's going to start getting a bit irritating.
1: I've got a video on my phone of actual Icelandic people <laughs> doing it at the Euros in Nice, and they're doing it properly. So we just need to
2: Oh yeah, because a lot uh, this is Alex's first appearance on the podcast this season. Euros, yeah. Since Alex did his little mini tour of the Euros. Um briefly sum it up.
1: It was good but the football was rubbish. There
2: we go, briefly oh, yeah. summed up. Alright, let's move straight into the preview of the next game, our first home league game of the season against Reading. Reading uh, won their first game of the season at the weekend, uh, 1-0 at home to Preston. They also won in the Cup uh, this week, 2-0 at home to Plymouth. Yapstam, manager of Reading. A bit of a, a, an odd choice there. Perhaps not as odd choice as Walter Zenger, of course. Uh, what do we th- I know it's early days. What do we think of Reading? Because they've always been that classic, classic mid-table team.
1: It's going to be like the Battle of the... Bald psychopaths on the... Uh, <laughs> that's, psychopaths. that's what
2: the Express install will name it. The Battle oh, of the oh, Bald oh, Psychopaths. I wonder if Jeff Stanmel, um That is the title of this week's podcast. <laughs> the Battle <laughs> of the Bald Psychopaths. <laughs> yeah, that could be a, something to do with our receding hairlines. Mine is, uh... not yours. Yours is pretty alright.
1: Mine? Yeah. For your age... I know, what are you to say? I know, it's going. <laughs> He's <All> right. Right. <laughs> Don't worry the lad. <laughs>
2: Look um, But, but they're the a classic middle Lord team. We're not going to play the hoot that the Royal Song again that we keep playing every season. I was going to say, will the Japs appreciate the Royal Song? I think he'll be front and centre singing <laughs> out loud like a national anthem. Uh, but what do we think of, of of going into this game against Reading? Because this will be, you would think, more of a test for this side. I think it depends on... You think, looking at last night... Um, the team that finished with Costa, Tashira, Babasi. Tashira, Tashira. It's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> this is. No, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll get an audio clip and I'll okay. do it next time. Okay. Um If you have them and Price, if you think of them and then someone else, probably Henry or well, it might be Wallace. You don't know. Um, but if you got them as an attacking attacking five with probably Mason as well, unless we sign someone in the meantime. Mm. I don't think Reading can handle that. I don't think many teams in the in the league can handle that if what the early promise they've shown so far is anything to go by. So it's just it's the defence that's a worry. Yeah. And I offer's back now because it was only a one game ban anyway, so we've dodged the bullet with that one. Um, but you think who's gonna is if Silvio's all knackered, who's gonna play left back? Mm. Is he gonna be Doherty again? So I don't think he he won that great. What do we think the starting lineup will be then? On Saturday at the moment, but obviously, bar any signings, which I, I doubt. Q Taliska signing now. I've said that uh, this week, Alex. Um, what would you go for? Your manager of Wolves now, Zenga's gone. Alex Walls, the I'd official manager. Say
1: the usual back four. You go back I'd, four, uh, and then I'd probably say he plays like a, a mid midfield three, and then he sort of plays with a holding defensive midfielder, which Lee Evans played hmm. on Saturday, which was ridiculous. <laughs> I think if you're going to play somebody in that position, you're, you're probably going to have to play Price. Yeah, and then probably, I'm going to hate saying this, George Savile left wing, <laughs> left side, and then Connor Cody right side.
2: Ah, okay. And then are you your you... your
1: front three is probably going to? I will probably play a mix up between Wallace and Henry, Costa on the left, and then Bodvasson up front. i oh, Mr missed <gasps> Oh,
2: how dare you miss the position yeah, you put, put sort of, Savile in. Yeah, Yeah. swap him. You himself. put him. <laughs> in the head of Teixeira in your first goal. But
1: it depends what middle three he plays. If he plays yeah. an attacking midfielder and then the two wide centre mids, Pretty- then I'd play Dave Edwards. Because Dave Edwards can only play that number 10 role. And then I'd probably put Price in.
2: But he so- might not play with uh, attacking three, like second half of Rotherham. He won an attacking three, it was yeah. more 4-4-2. And we were more... Considering when, uh, we've when mm. we've played 4-4-2 in the last few years, it's been terrible and it's always failed. Mm. We we seem like like the way Leicester played a four four two more than anything else with a, more of a four four one one kind of thing. Yeah, if it's going to be like that, then but that's the thing. though. we've got we've actually got players who can play in different positions. Yeah. I, wonder, I wonder if it's possible to play your usual back four, but you play a price defensive midfielder, Tex Shearer, Edwards, and then the front three of Henry, Costa. I think uh, you can play
1: Edwards as much as I love Edwards. You can only play him in the number ten role, mm. and I thought I thought it was quite harsh for him on Saturday against Rotherham when he was pretty much playing in that defensive midfield role mm. on the right hand side and he's never really played there and he's quite proved over the last two seasons that his best position is by far the number 10 role yeah, the so corridor if, of uncertainty yeah. yeah. so I think sure. if you're but going to play Edwards which I think some games you, you do quite need to play him he's got to play the number 10 role
2: mm. but he's the thing that he brings to the team as well with his running and everything Tashira Tashira does that anyway well you've started it then. yeah I'm just there's no reaction <laughs> it's catch it's catch him, it's <laughs> catch him. <laughs> Um, he actually, he, he's got a bit about him, and because they're all youth, we've got a bit of youth in the team now. Mm. Rather than everything being stale and rubbish, we have got pace through the middle, mm. and that's what Edwards brings more than anything else. So, do we really need Edwards to do that now when we've got players of that ilk with Costa cutting in? Like when he, he beat a couple last night, and I don't know how we didn't have a penalty last night either for that for that one where he was just pushed down in, on the um, near the touchline when he was towards the south bank. So, mm. I mean, people in there could have. A better view than me, but to me, it looked like a penalty all day long with the way they bullied him. But with that kind of pace, I don't think we need Edwards against Reading anyway, who they are Reading after Mm. all. (laughs) But I say it'll be a tougher test. The reality of where this side is at the moment, I think, will come against Reading. Yeah, I mean, we could end up with a complete egg on my face again if they'll all be found out. And It, it, it just feels so, this team at the moment just feels so much like a transitional team. Whereas, like two seasons ago, when we had Dickoophobia and Saka up front, you felt that that was Jacket's team. That was perhaps where he wanted to get yeah. to. And now we're back to square one again. There's a very mixture of players, and you'll know perhaps maybe at the end of this season, next season, you'll get to a point and be like, right, if Zenger's still here, that is Zenga's team. That's where he wanted to I get to. I think that's
1: what teams like Leeds have been doing and QPR have been doing for the last few seasons. They've been bringing in managers. By the time he's, they haven't given him enough time to find his correct team, and then he'll have like a bad run, games of about two or three games, and then they sack him. Mm. And that's because they've got owners who don't really know what they're doing. And that's what I'm quite worried about now with these owners.
2: Yeah, we've got Jeff though.
1: Jeff knows what he's doing. Mm. <laughs> I, I don't know.
2: <laughs> right, let's um, finish off, reading before we go to the one bit that everyone likes to hear: uh, Twitter corner uh, with predictions for this weekend's game. So, uh, Stu, I'll come to you first. Gut feeling right now, middle of the week. For Wolves v Reading at Morning Stadium, 3pm kick off. 4-0. Thrashing. From Reading? Yeah. No. <laughs> I think we're absolutely going to batter him. So batter him into submission. Bold. Uh, bold statement. Within an hour. Bold statement. 4-0, Alex.
1: I'm going to say 2-1 Reading. 2-1 Reading. Uh, yeah, I, think it's, I think he's going to tinker with the team again. I don't think it's going to work.
2: It's going to be the Championship version of the Tinker Man. Yeah. Um, well, if if we are going to win the Championship Tinker, man, we're going to win the league. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my gut is telling me... Uh, two all. i will going for a two all, a goal fest. Equal goal fest. That's what we're going for. Uh, right, so we'll just finish off the podcast this week with Twitter Corner. So this is your chance to send us your questions on Wolves or non-Wolves related and we will answer them with our extensive football knowledge that we all have, of course. I have found the, uh, the record... Goal-scoring <gasps> goalkeeper. And it is Rogerio Senni, who scored 131 goals. But Chilovet is the only goalkeeper ever to score a hat-trick with three penalties for Vélez. To so in, field in, a 6-1 in your face, other goalkeeper.
1: But has he ever run from one end of the pitch to the other and scored? Like everybody has when they've played FIFA. <laughs> so none of us
2: So We have, yeah, but we none, have. none, those have none have of those cool. goalkeepers <laughs> have.
1: Do you reckon they do it themselves? Right, I'm going to score. I'm going to run up
2: the pitch score. <laughs> right, let's do Twitter corner. Let's run through these. I want these to be quick fire questions because we've got quite a few. Uh, Ashley Ramirez starts with, do you think it's time for bots? Uh, captaincy to be stripped and a new leader selected. Stu? Yeah, to yeah. Jack Price. To Jack Price. Alex? Yeah, Jack Price. Yeah, let's just say Jack Price, shall we? Let's make it so amicable on the podcast <laughs> so I don't get uh, trolled. Uh, so, next question comes from um, Josh Lyons. He says If you could go on a mandate with any of the new signings, who would you go with and where? Silvio. Silvio, c- good choice. Where would you take him? Where, where would he take you? Yeah, Is he <laughs> taking me or am uh, I taking him? It just says who Hemsworth you go with and them where. I'm going to say on the basis, you have to take them because they're new to the area. They don't know I Wolverhampton. To take it to Witherspoons. Yeah, it has to be Wolverhampton as well, part of the rule. So, yeah, with M- Moon. Yeah. So, nice meal. cubby couple bombs. Yeah, because my wife works there. Yeah, kitchen yeah. manager. Get a discount. When well, You get my discount as well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what do you wear there? No, but uh, Witherspoons, oh, it's, oh. A,
2: it's. I have sometimes. I put the uh, the new screed up in the kitchen because oh, wow. the the tall people with it hitting the heads. So, when you, when you, when you see that, think of stew. <laughs> yeah, and you can tell him that a, So you're gonna text, you can take Silvio Two with spoons. Yeah. And will it be A full course Like a starter Main dessert Or just like a, a main Ooh, I might give him
1: um, Three souls for a
2: fiver Treat him Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Stu Bud Varson To the Lich Gate Just because and, and what's the plan what's, <laughs> the, what's the plan For the evening Just what, what, meal Just drink Just, just drink. pure drink Just a drink Look at the Viking warrior There he is but He looks like A proper nice bloke And you think well it's generalising but Icelandics do seem to like a bit of a beer so what's well...
1: that Icelandic yoghurt had first is it ski ski yes ski. whoever can eat the most ski one huh? <laughs> oh.
2: uh, I would take uh, Teixeira of course <laughs> town, uh end up at the Dog and Doublet, the and then go to the Hot Pork Bap joint afterwards and culture him in the fine cuisine of Wolverhampton <laughs> there we go that's where we would take <laughs> um, Michael just Michael on Twitter uh, what do you think of the pedestrianisation of Norwich City Centre? What? What do you think of the pedestrianisation of Norwich City Centre? Who's uh, anything going to... They, yeah. right. they haven't got a motorway. There's no motorway to get to Norwich in, in the Some, first place. Someone doesn't, someone doesn't get Ellen Partridge jokes. We'll move on. No, I don't get that. It's an Alan Partridge joke. Someone will be laughing listening to this. Someone will be listening I, to I going... Watch Alan Partridge. Oh, oh, What? Yeah, he's too on. young, eh? You? I ain't what well, I ain't what no too young to watch that. Well, yeah, probably, but it's not even on gold or anything. The gold doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, it does? Netflix, it's on Netflix. Netflix, uh, gold, gold, it's it is, yeah, gold is there. Yeah, gold's it's there. It's just gold now. Oh, it's not UK gold like No, it, it used to be UK gold, but it's gold. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, if well, yeah, where are you? 23, 24?
1: 22.
2: Oh, well, he's not gonna know, is he? I mean, the, um, the just whole, the whole, part... anyway, someone's listening Is going, ha I got that reference. The whole. Anyway. The whole episode about Bond. Just watch that one. Yeah, it's a good episode. Okay. They're all good, to be honest. Okay. They're all good. Just watch it and go, David, Stu, I have now old tan partridge and I appreciate it more. Okay. Thank you for bringing that into my life. Um, so next question comes from Magically, Magically. Um, he's off to Wagamama's tomorrow night. What should he get? Have you been to Wagamama's? No. <gasps> Come on, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> have you? <laughs> no, but uh, not yet. Have you? Yes, I have many times. You're cultured, aren't you? I am cultured. Not as cultured as you, though, Alex, with your the, with the, with the little away trips. Oh, so lovely. And Here you go, go to Lichtenstein. Here we go. Stand in the away at home end, be all hardcore. Uh, chicken, katsu rice thing, curry thing. It's good. Um, Jack Green says Who will be remembered more, Stephen Myocolo or Razzat Bakari? Bakari. Yeah, Bakari yeah. because of the, the shambles. <laughs> Being Mr. Glass. Um, Nick Perkins says what Yankee candle do you think Wolfstaff would prefer
1: do we get a, a multiple choice
2: what, what, what for players and people like that or you're going you, to match a candle to a member of Wolfstaff
1: what do you mean like stewards he says Wolfstaff
2: I think we've got to go for players here haven't we players. he
1: says staff there might be club shop ticket office
2: <laughs> that woman um, she retired from the club shop did she I don't know. Yeah, she had been there for years. Just an in inside about club staff. Oh right, okay. Yeah. So they just shit it anyway, for whatever her l- name. Let's, was. let's, let's what, do it. What can, Yankee candle? Yankee candle her? to player. <laughs> what 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 smell of Yankee candle to player? I can't have Yankee candles in the house. My wife, my um, my wife's mate bought us some for Christmas, and she put them on, and I nearly died. I couldn't breathe. So it congratulations, didn't... Stu. You've just ruined Nick's question. So on that point, I'd have Danny Bath because I don't want him anywhere near me anymore. <laughs>
1: what candle? That was was the question. (laughs) That was the question. Um, Alex, do you know... I'm vetoing
2: the question. Do you you know the range of Yankee candles?
1: I'd say a lemon-scented one. I don't know the range. Yep. Yep. To Dave.
2: Edwards. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if there is a lemon scented one. I don't know my Yankee candles. They're I just right. get one. I just get one at Christmas. It's the nice. You just get one of them, the pack of five, the little ones. No, the you know the big ones. The the big problems last for for years. <laughs> so um, I don't know what the there's a nice Christmas one. I'll just give it to Share, Just you know, I can have the Share, Sorry, yeah, I can have them one. The 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 ones that smell like winter apples and stuff like that. I don't mind them because you can put them in the garden and it just kind of. So the so the specific ones you can't have for Yankee candles. The rest. So, you can have the Christmas one. Oh, I can have the Christmas one if I put it outside. And it's like when. I, if you go outside, and you want to feel It needs fresh air. Oh, yeah, exactly. When you want to feel all, 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 all yeah, it, exactly. feel, feel Christmassy because it's yeah. we've got global warming <laughs> and it ruins our Christmas every year. So, if you go out on the table with a, a little pint and stuff. Yeah. And I would a,
1: give Dave Edwards a Sicilian oh. lemon.
2: Oh, there, there is, is a lemon. There
1: is one. A Sicilian Someone's lemon. Someone's
2: done their research. Wouldn't you give that to Walter? Yes. Making him feel at home. No, because
1: he's from Milan and Milan smells. No, I'd
2: for to help Walter <laughs> be at home. I'd get a Yankee candle in the smell of the Bankers Brewery. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Milan, Milan smells so. You what? Milan, it stinks. I, gonna... and that's where I literally
2: was... thought you said my nan smells. <laughs> <laughs> the, what does that mean? What, what? That's so find, right, find, find Annoy- us. of use you and your nan. <laughs> Final Twitter question, which came in very late when we did it last week. And I've told this guy, you need to make sure you remind me for next week. And he has just on time. Lee Hasdill has said, is a hot dog a sandwich? Great question. Um... I it depends uh, depends on what hot dog you put in it because if it's a, one of the little ones, one of the yeah. little ones and it's fully enclosed, yeah. then yes it is a sandwich. Okay?
1: I think it's a sandwich, you can only get whatever's out of the fridge. Like if you if you're hungry Ooh. and you you go down into your that's a good one. If you go down to your kitchen, you think oh I'm hungry, I'll have a sandwich. You get the bread and then you look in you always look in the fridge. You never go all oh, cook a hot dog.
2: <laughs> yeah, but what if it, well, if you're out and you want a sandwich and they've got it in their fridge, they might have a hot dog. They might have a hot dog in an oven, but then they might have pork in an oven as well. So I you think can't... I think a sandwich traditionally needs to be cold. Yeah, traditionally. I don't like soggy bread. So I, I'm not with these hipsters who have warm sandwiches. Yeah, but it's so. not. So. If you don't like soggy bread. Can we have a vote. Well, we'll let the listeners decide. Tweet us: Is a hot dog <laughs> a sandwich? Yay or nay? On the whole, whole bun. Yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> On the whole, no, it's not a sandwich. No, no well, I, I think it's a hot snack. Yeah. yeah, but it but it can be in certain circumstances. Oh, there have we go. You, have you
1: seen the new group on Facebook? On write my meal deal or meal deal talk. Have you not seen it? Is it run
2: by Wolf's Food by any chance? No, <laughs>
1: but pretty much it's people putting pictures of the meal deals. Right, and get, people write them, but they don't write them. They just abuse them. <laughs> like go on Facebook, you have to join the group, and your Facebook feed will be full of Boots meal deals. Yeah, and testing on the ordeals.
2: I wouldn't have had that chicken sandwich. I would have gone for the
1: chicken teriyaki. Which one was it? Somebody had a plain ham with no mayo, a bottle of water, and what was it he had? Oh, plain crisps. (laughs) And somebody said, were you... Was that John Major? Somebody said, were you abandoned as a child? I thought... That's Not adventurous.
2: Right. OK, and that, that is where we'll leave this week's uh, Wolves Fancast. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks to our sponsors, Upper Creative. Uh, if you're looking for a new website or web solution, check them out at oppercreative.com. Follow us on social media. Basically, if you find this channel, type in Wolves Fancast. You'll probably find us there. And we'll be back next week to talk about the games against Reddick and Ipswich. Mix back. Can those people who really don't like Mick McCarthy finally get over it by Wolves beating him? We'll find out next week, everybody. <laughs> uh, so for this week, it's bye from Alex. Oh, hang, on, oh, gonna, hang on, hang on, hang on. We're not going to do a prediction for that thing? Because it'll be it'll be on the Wednesday, <sighs> yeah, will we? Yeah, go on then. Why but it all depends on... I think that prediction will be influenced by what happens on Saturday. We're going to just edit it in. Do whatever <laughs> yeah. reaction. With. I think this team will win. <laughs> so, okay, quickly, so, yeah, before we finish, Alex, Wolves hit switch next week. One one. One one. I was gonna say one one anyway. One one. Let's say let, let let's break the voodoo. Two 0 walls. Although they absolutely slated him from last night, didn't they? And mm. he, he was he he called his players useless and all sorts of Oh dear. Return of big nick. Anyway, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.